0: Yeah, of course not. Yeah, make sure you get them on success, man. There's some, like the topic I dropped today um, alone would be worth it. So uh, the recording has started. Welcome, everybody. We're jumping straight into the podcast and I'm going to continue talking about what I was talking about here with the people on Instagram. Uh, Supreme Being, as always, uh, we have an episode Monday and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. If you want the Zoom link to join us live, it's in my Instagram story. It's on my Facebook, it's everywhere. Hosted by Team BC, my real estate team. If you need anything, let us know worldwide. We got you. Also, uh, team BC Sold at Gmail if you want to email us. We also have an Instagram account, team BC Sold. Uh, Modern Success, which is my personal coaching and mentorship program for everybody, is also a sponsor for this podcast. If you're interested in joining, you can go to my website and go to the coaching tab or I created a separate website for it, JoinModernSuccess.com. Remember, the price will be going up after the new year. And lastly, eXp Realty for you realtors. If you want to uh, join eXp or get more information, make sure you reach out to me. You can always sign up directly at join.exprealty.com. Okay, so let's get started. Now somebody was talking to me about pickup and uh, you know social dynamics and I was just discussing how it gives you an advantage, right? And although that's not gonna be the complete subject of the podcast, I wanted to talk about it in reference to this. When it comes to those subjects, right, such as social dynamics and pickup, what everybody needs to understand is, one of the reasons that I can navigate through things like the way I navigate through them is because I take information from other sources, meaning, let's say, if I'm gonna zoom in on real estate, right, I've taken what I've learned in social dynamics and been able to now enhance what I can do with sales in particular, right? Cold calling, door knocking, dealing with clients, leading my team, so evolutionary psychology and that art form of understanding basic human interaction has given me an advantage when it comes to that. And what a lot of people do, and it's a mistake, is when you get into a field and you start studying, you get caught up in just looking in that field and you get tunnel vision looking at sales or business or you know, fashion, whatever it is, and you get stuck there. And now suddenly you don't have any outside references. Okay. It would be as if we do a a tournament, right? Let's say we do a tournament like the old tournaments back in the day, or like the old Bruce Lee movies where all the grandmasters of different martial arts come together. What made uh, Bruce Lee so effective, right? He was formless. He said, be like water. So he took the best of what he knew and broke down barriers and limitations. So if you go in the ring, If you go in the ring, right, with a guy who is well-studied and a master at every single art form of fighting versus a guy who just knows one art form and has focused his life on that, the guy that knows a lot that's a grandmaster has a tremendous advantage over the guy that only knows one. Now, the guy that only knows one may still win. That's possible. However, more often than not, if the skill level is the same, the guy who knows multiple practices is going to win in the art of fighting. Is everybody following me so far with that reference? Okay, Because until I move on, you have to get that. So again, go back to the example that I gave you. We're gonna do sales. We're gonna do real estate, whatever it is. The one who has different information that they can now complement what it is they're doing and enhance their one field is gonna have a tremendous advantage. Okay. Let's zoom in on sales again and let's say Like I've been recommending to people for years. You start going to Toastmasters. You start working on your craft of being a a better speaker. Just that. Just one addition. One little sprinkle. You now will have an advantage over everybody else. What is one of the biggest fears of salespeople? I don't know what to say. I get nervous. I can't speak in front of a crowd. So on and so forth. By doing the Toastmasters and being thrown on stage, which I did for years. I did Toastmasters for, I think, almost two years without stopping, once a week we would go. And you get asked to speak uh, in the beginning for a short amount and then people get assigned a a set topic to talk about between seven and 12 minutes, right? And that's on rotation. So there's always three or four people doing it. Then you're critiqued at the end, right? They tell you what you did right, what you did wrong. So when you accumulate that, and again, that's just one addition. Again, that was just one addition of something outside of your current realm of whatever it is that you're doing that complements. Imagine if you had two or three or four. You have to be able to understand what I'm saying to see why certain people succeed at a higher level than others, and this is one of those main reasons. I do this all the time. I'm not afraid to enter new realms or study information that other people are like, why are you studying that? It doesn't make any sense. I'm okay exploring that and taking a look and saying, okay, is this applicable? Because that gives you an advantage. If you just know one or two little things that everyone else doesn't know, that gives you a tremendous advantage, for sure, in any field, any field. And it's so underappreciated by people, right? Those are the types of videos that I make and teachings that I give that nobody fucking watches or cares about because everyone's just looking for the fucking viral content, or I just want this, I just want that. It's always more, and, and you see this now in the era of social media, it's all about uh, what's that word clickbait right? It's like oh, I, I need to put a crazy thumbnail a crazy title in, and blow something up to get a lot of views That's where a lot of the attention is going so if you're following me and you want to zoom in on a particular uh, Area right let's say it's business or sales or whatever it is You have to master your craft But part of mastering the craft is being able to take from other fields and add-on okay now I wanted to say that first just to lay the foundation so you guys understand, okay? Because I always make these references and it seems like people still don't get it. They still don't get it. Because then I will make a video and reference these things and I hear in the comment section or I get messages, oh, well, that, what does that have to do with this? And it's like, oh my God, people still don't get it, right? They still don't get it. Now, moving along, okay? Something that happened to me today, and I'm going to reference it to uh, what we have going on here. Okay, you've heard me tell all of you, and I preach this constantly because you know I keep it real. Shit isn't going to go like we planned, right? We may have a perfect business plan, a perfect visualization or thought of how things are going to be tomorrow, next week, next month, how this event's going to turn out. We're going to make some calls, and everyone's going to be happy. And almost every time, different things. Happen, right? We planned one, two, three, four, five, and then the result was two, one, four, three, five. Right? It comes out all twisted, okay? So let me explain to you now why the this teaching that I just gave you, this foundational concept applies to this, okay? Out of nowhere today, I had to tow uh, another one of my cars, right? The engine was having issues. I don't think anything serious, right? That's what I think. But whatever, it happened, right? I was I was driving up a hill, boom, right, and just start smoking. I pull over, boom. Long story short, I handle the shit, towed, boom. Lloyd, to fix me up, drops me off at the house, done. So, what does it have to do with anything? Well, let's look somebody. Let's picture in our minds, and I'm going to let you all use your imagination for this. We picture the average person in today's world experiencing what I just discussed, right? The uncertainty of something happening to your car, right? You have to get it towed, and all the emotions and and thoughts and ideas that go with it, right? Picture that for a second. Now, me, let me explain to you how I handled it. No problem, pulled over in a cheerful, enthusiastic way, called AAA, boom, come get it, done. Was laughing with the tow truck driver, talking to him for a couple minutes. He loaded it up, done laughing on the way home with Lloyd up and she dropped me off, no problem, okay? So there's a a sense of, we can even say it if we're just gonna label it, emotional mastery or you know what, let's dumb it down one level, control. Control of emotions and not being so reactive, okay? Now, that's an everyday life situation. How did I now have the control to be able to display and respond the way that I did. It's because of other fields that I studied that have zero relationship with that moment in time that that happened to me, that I I was able to learn, and then when the opportunity presented itself, many of you asked me how do you learn and absorb and apply? This is it, right here. When the opportunity presented itself, based on the information that I'd gathered and what I had studied, it was now my opportunity to apply, and I did. So listen to what I just said, and now in your own head you can answer, how would the average person respond to that? I can tell you very, very easily. They'd flip out, they would make a big fucking drama about it, they would probably call three or four people complaining about it, they would drag it on with them for probably the whole week, if not a month. They would say how it ruined their holidays, because now they don't know. And now, I'm not even thinking about What could possibly be wrong uh, wrong with the car? I called the dude at the shop, the tuner, said, hey man, I'm gonna tow it to you, no problem. Take your time, check it out, let me know. I'm not sitting there saying, oh my God, how much is it gonna cost? That's what the average person does. And then they wonder why, from an everyday living standpoint, they have zero control over their state of mind and they feel like life is a roller coaster and oh my God, and this and that. And they live in almost a suffering type of way because their emotions are always slapping them in the face. And it's like they have no control. It would be like that. Your hand's slapping you all day. And you have no control of it. Now if somebody walked around like that, we'd be like, dude, wh- what's going on? We would look at that person and think, you're insane. Stop your hand and your arm from slapping yourself in the face. But because it's in our head and no one else hears it except for us, we don't have that. You have to be responsible for that. And a lot of stuff, even though that I teach, whether you know for free or to modern success, shout out to them, even though I may give somebody the key, it's still up to them to grab the key and then open the door, right? Especially when it comes to these situations like I just named where it's self. Meaning, you're by yourself in that situation, no one's watching, no one knows, you could react one way and tell everybody you reacted a different way and no one would know. Yeah, Melina, I miss you your model success, you need to get your ass back on before the new year. Because the price is going up, I don't want you to pay extra. So, we're with ourselves, and I can smile and tell this story with pride because I responded in a manner of somebody who's been progressing and getting better and who now can say I have control. That way when drama, something out of my control happens, negativity is thrown my way, whatever it is, it doesn't matter because I respond the way that I want to respond. Now, am I jumping for joy that it happened? Not necessarily. But am I also super upset and pissed and angry? No. I accept what happens, and then I move on, right? What people do is they linger, and it's not just bottling shit up, that's part of it, sure, but instead of releasing, they just gather, 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 and they never release. Same dynamic happens when you see somebody study, 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 and never take action and apply. It's the same thing. All you're doing is absorb, 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 and you're never releasing. All you're doing is absorbing. You have to have a flow of both, which is why I've always recommended to people you need to study a lot and take a lot of action. Most people fall under study, 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 study. action. Study, 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 action. Very rarely does somebody take a ton of action and then not study or study very little bit. And when I say study, I mean perfect your craft. It's not just study, right? It could be learning. It could be working on your business or in your business. We have to think uh, a little bit more broadly now, okay, when I say just that word. And most people thought. And and why? Because the studying part is easy, and people fool themselves and think, oh, well, you know, I'm studying, so I'm doing something. you got to be taking a lot of action, man. It's pretty sad today, I posted a video on YouTube and I wanna reference that for a second about mentorship, right, and mentors, and it's not getting any fucking views, and I knew it wouldn't, but I still posted it anyway, because people need to understand something, right? The word mentor, and this ties into this, by the way, the word mentor is, has lost its power. It really has. And now, everyone, I get emails, Right? I hear it all the time, well, I wanna get started. I've been waiting six months to find a mentor and then I'm gonna get started. Are you fucking nuts? Are you kidding me? You need to get your ass out there and work. A lot of the key relationships in my life, friends, business partners, I've attracted through my hustle and who I am and what I've demonstrated. Not necessarily because I'm number one or this and that, it's the grit, it's the effort, it's the determination and everything else. And they're like, ah, this person, okay, I need to be around this person. That's how it all really started blowing up on social media especially. Attention, oh man, what's this person doing? Wow, fucking monster, consistent, okay. I was still new and all I was doing for the first two or three years on my YouTube channel and on my social media was just documenting what I was doing. I wasn't a billionaire, I wasn't a millionaire, I was just somebody who was hustling. Kid in a fucking suit with braces saying, I'm gonna knock on some fucking doors today and make some calls, period, that's it. And people just came along for the journey. And then eventually was, dude, do you help people? Can I shadow you? You know, I don't talk about this much, but I, let, I would let, it got to a point, I think at the end of my second year, and again, I don't talk about this shit. I don't, but I'm gonna reveal a piece to you. It got to the point where I remember for one span, I was about two years in, right? This is before a lot of people knew me. I had a person with me, I had a person with me every single fucking day, watching me make calls, or with me when I went door knocking. I remember one day when I finally cut it off, I had three people with me. Three different people from three different places watching me go door to door. And it was literally to the point where I could still have a conversation. But it was awkward because now I have three people fucking staring at us. And, and that's kind of when I cut that off and said, okay, I can't do the shadowing shit anymore until later because now it's, It's starting to affect my performance and my potential. I have to to step away from this for a second. That's how I got there. But at that time, I was just somebody who was perceived as a hustler, somebody who was consistent. And when they came in person, they're like, whoa, dude, what you're doing over the phone and at the doors is crazy. Like, wow, how are you doing that? How did you come up with that line? And I'm like, dude, because I study and I take a lot of action. And then through taking action, I got feedback, right? Which many of you name as failure and it causes you to give up. I got feedback. Then I went back to my fucking apartment, my fucking 400 square foot apartment that you saw my first videos at, by the way. Shout out to that apartment, right? Where you can see the little kitchen in the background. And I was like, okay, I keep hearing this and I can't get around it. What do I do? And yes, I was still paying for coaching. Yes, I was still getting help. But I was studying and taking a shitload of action. That's what allowed my thought process to get more creative, right? I've been saying this for years. Experience is gonna be your best teacher. Don't believe what the fuck I say. Take what I say, go apply it, and watch how exactly what I told you is true. That's why I have so many people loyal to me and my brand and stand beside me. That's exactly why. Because what I told them was gonna happen, they went out and they actually took fucking action, which very few people do, and they got the exact same result or response and feedback that I said they were gonna get. And they're like, you know what dude, you were exactly fucking right. Now, at that point, guess what happens? You unlock a new level, because now my feedback can now be discussed with your feedback, and guess what? Now we can talk ideas, and then you can start experimenting. This is when you can get away from the standard operating procedures and how to run your business, what to say, and you can start breaking the mold a little bit. But first, you gotta master the action level and that foundational level. Then you can open that door of experimentation, which is where I'm at right now, which is what I did with social media and a bunch of other shit. That's why it seems like I'm doing a million different things at times. But what got me there was that Harmony, that's the word, that harmony of a ton of studying and building myself, right? New topics, this and that, sprinkling it on, and a ton of action. And then as I confronted new obstacles and barriers, which every single one of you will, right? Or you're confronting one right now, maybe you're grabbing the bulls by the horn right now in one area of life. Well, guess what? All the action and experience all the learning, especially from different areas, now you're presented with that opportunity, grabbing the bull by the horns, and you can execute what you've learned and put it to the test. And then, let's say you don't get the result that you want, it's okay, you go back to the back cave, you take your notes and you assess and you strategize, so when you're presented with that opportunity again, you break through, and that's how simple it is. But what will most people do? They will try it, which is a retarded fucking word, not get the result, and then talk shit about people who say that they've done it and actually got the result because they tried it once and couldn't get the result. Or they've never tried it at all. They just want to make up excuses, and they badmouth whatever that thing is. And we see this all the time. I really... I really know that as many thousands of people who download this podcast and and watch on YouTube and and whatever it is, I I know deep down inside very few people actually uh, apply what I teach and what other people are teaching at the highest level. It's just, that's what it is, okay? And, And it's that reason that so few people really understand the people that are teaching and what they've been through and what they're saying—the validity of it. Okay, I remember. I think it was a interview by or of what's his name? I think it was Steve Jobs. I believe so. Right? If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Right? But he said something along the lines of, um, you know, to be an entrepreneur, to do what we do, like you have to be—you have to be off mentally, not in a bad way. Just you can't be like the average person who's only like realistic and, and only shoots for goals that they think they can get. Like you have to be a little cuckoo, right? To say like, hey, I'm gonna make millions of dollars when everyone else around you is like, what? No one in your family has ever made 50,000. How the fuck are you gonna make millions? So yes, you do have to be a little bit woo but that's fine. Now the beautiful part about social media is people can follow somebody like me and say, hey, I thought I was the only one who thought that way. Cool. Which is how I found my teachers at first. I had all this internal turmoil, you can say, and I was like, man. like For example, me uh, not wanting to get married has gone back for years. When I was a kid, I, I remember being fucking a kid telling my mom, I'm not gonna get married, mom. Telling her that. And until I found other people who thought the same way, I thought I was the only one. And for a moment, I started questioning myself and saying, Am I fucked up in the head because I don't want to get married? Wow. That's how bad. If you don't have control of your mind, that's how bad it is. You will start to question yourself. Now, you're allowed to believe and live however you want. Of course, you're not breaking any laws, assuming that, and causing harm to another human being, which I never condone. But that's what I'm talking about. And now, with all these people, right, giving and giving and giving, it it really gives you absolutely no excuse. One of the main mistakes I find now is people are, are searching for the answer that they want to hear to things, not the reality. And I see this all the time. Somebody will ask me a question, and I can tell by the way they ask me the question that they're looking for a certain answer. And it's sad. And they'll ask me and 20 other people the same question, and if somebody answers how they thought, they go with that, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. So now, suddenly, their excuse or justification behind it is valid. I see it all the time. And... What I also see a lot of the time is they'll go with what the other person said then come back to me a couple months later and give me the whole story about how I didn't work out and how they wish they had listened to me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, dude, whatever. Now you have a pivotal moment. You either learn from your mistake or you fall into the same trap, which most people do anyway. Case in point for your realtors, this is an expired Are you in harmony when it comes to perfecting the craft, studying, learning, and taking action, or is there an imbalance? And for 95 plus percent of people, it's consumption, 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 and not enough action. Now, to rewind it to the first story I told you, leading up to my car, this is how this ties in. If you study, study, study and never apply and put yourself in these positions to apply this knowledge and experience more and more and more and more, you will never be able to not only not apply these things, you will never get elite level at applying these things. And you will be left behind by those who do. Give me the guy that takes a shit ton of action that's made a ton of mistakes. I'd rather have that guy than the guy who studies and claims he knows everything about everything, who's preparing to finally get started maybe next week. I'll take that any day, because that person can be molded and sculpted and has potential and is on the right track. Now I can't help the other person too. That's just gonna require more work and here's the key, they're gonna have to want to change. They're gonna to have to want to change and be able to accept the fact that something is off here and that they need to work on it, which a lot of people don't. Everybody sticks their chest up. Oh, I already know that, I already know that, I already know that. Oh, I don't need your help. Cool, good luck. I'll see you in two months when you come back to me crawling. It's happened before, it happens every day. So a story I uh, mentioned to you guys about people shadowing me, um, I know the last two or three podcasts I've revealed stuff um, like that that I have never really said in the past, and for a good reason, right? Uh, I don't feel the need ever to, uh, you know, over brag about achievements or me helping people, especially if it pertains to me helping people. Like I, I, uh, I mentioned that, right? I mentioned allowing people to stay in my house for free for sometimes a year or more, um, or a week or whatever to crash at my place. I, There's been times where I have four people in my house living with me, right? There's no need to do that. That's just a part of my experience of what I'm doing. Now, this is what I'll leave you with and then I'll open it up to questions. You will receive a lot of information that's conflicting all the time. Maybe what I just told you, You listen to somebody else who tells you the exact fucking opposite, okay? Now you're presented with quite a predicament in that moment. This is how you liberate yourself from that and be able to decide. Now whether you decide to go with me or someone else, that's up to you, okay? We can't force you to think a certain way. You need to ask yourself, which way of thinking, which way of viewing this, which way of action, which philosophy, which belief gets me closer to where I wanna be, period. Ask yourself that question. Whatever answers that, you go that way. Now for many of you, that decision making process is clouded because you may fool yourself into thinking the other one is the right way because it's the easy one. So you have to be certain that your decision making process is not perverted. Now to double check that and to fix that is a whole other subject and I won't be talking about that tonight. That's something to keep in mind, okay? So with that said, I will open it up to questions now. For everybody, if you have any questions, it could be about the subject material, outside of the subject material, it's completely up to you. Thank you, thank you. If you wake up at 5.30, you mean when I wake up at 5.30, I go to sleep around midnight. How do you overcome holiday objections? That's very basic level, Dennis. Think about it this way, without me giving you a line, because you know the lines, they're out there. You have to think with facts and give it to them in a question-based format. If you learn how to do that, Jay, you'll kill them. Are metaphysics legit or BS? Oh, very legit. I've already, without saying that word, Alex, I've taught you guys a lot of stuff in Mono Success that is metaphysics. Some of the stuff that you guys have probably listened to, you're like, oh shit, man, that's metaphysics." So yes, you take daytime naps? No, I have too much fucking energy to take daytime naps. Unless I'm sick, which is like fucking once a decade. Then maybe I would take a nap, but no. I'm not like this cat over here who just fucking sleeps. EXP good for beginners? Yes, we just made a video yesterday about it. Dale, go to my YouTube. I got the guy who sponsored me and who's been with the company two years. We did a 20 minute video on it, the is great for beginners. Hola, I'm planning on changing my brokerage. You don't need to give him a resignation letter, no. Donnell, what's up, buddy? Donnell, right here, he's the guy who uh, started up the Lambo at the car show on Sunday. We'll go over that in the group, Alex. I'll touch on metaphysics more and modern success. So, post your question in there. Uh, When being sponsored by eXp, is your office at home or is there, Uh, there is no designated office space. There's no brick and mortar Miguel. but they have uh, Regis, the Regis system, which gives you access to a bunch of locations for free, right? And it's a ton. Like here in Southern California, there's too many to count and that's obviously growing by the day. You get that for free as a part of eXp. Filters for pics on social media, do's and don'ts. I don't put filters on pics, so uh, I'm not the one to ask about that, dude. You're welcome, you're welcome. When you became grounded, question mark, small shit. Did you mean to put that question mark there, bro? What are your thoughts on psychedelics? I can tell you that there's ways through breathing and meditation to be able to achieve the sensations of drugs naturally. So no, I don't, you can, you can pop pills. You can do whatever the fuck you want. You live however you want to live. I won't be. What do you want for Christmas? Uh, I don't celebrate the holidays, bro. So yes sir, Lambo time. Thanks brother. Split for everybody at EXP is 80, 20 Maria. Then once you cap, you keep hundred percent. You ever water fast? Yes. Once every month, month and a half. I do 24 hour, just water. Yeah. King Pharaoh is asleep. Let's realize your YouTube account was starting to blow up. What type of goals were you setting? Um, I wouldn't say it's blowing up. The state I've had a steady a steady growth because what I talk about when it comes to mindset, confidence, and real estate is a very small niche. So for me to have received the um, what's it called the The level that I have, right, of subscribers and all that, it's just been consistent value. There's so much that I do wrong. I don't give a shit really about titles. I don't work hard on thumbnails, right? My tags would probably be better. Um, It's really just about boiling down and and niching down on what you want to talk about and then building your brand off that, right? Uh, Goals for me, it's just always to explode. Like I want to get to a million followers on YouTube. Will I? I know I will. It's just, I don't know when. Any fees? Yes, Maria, I think you have a fifty dollars $50 $50 fee a month, and that covers your KV Core, your Commissions, Inc., and everything else, I believe. And then the startup fee at the very beginning. So there's 50 a month, and then the startup fee is like $150, I think. But you pay that once, and then it's 50 a month. No holidays, why? I uh, made a video about that. Man, you guys, it's like you follow me on Instagram, and not YouTube. It's crazy. Favorite part of the day? Uh, I don't know if I have a favorite part of the day. I mean, lately it's been boxing because it's so fun. Have you capped at EXP? Yeah, we capped within a couple months. dude. I think we capped before we were there three months. I think it was like two, two and a half months. I think I shared a picture on, uh, on Instagram back when we were in Vegas at the EXP uh, event with Loida that we capped. That's on Dave Ramsey. I don't follow him, dude. So, Oh, my battery's low. Morning Ritual, YouTube, go to YouTube. I made a video about Morning Ritual. Born Sinner, uh, that's a process. Uh, there's not really a book that I would recommend. It's, it's getting around people that taught me, right? Seminars, uh, doing coaching, you know, stuff like that. It, books help, for sure. But it, it's seeing people, witnessing people, and being around people who actually exhibit those qualities that helps you the most, not books. Um, of course, if you guys really want, like, Voren Center mentioned, blunt confidence, something to admire in me, if you really want to fast track to that get on Modern Success, I can 100% help you with that. I have people in my, in my group who are too shy to even message me on Facebook that now are doing videos. Crazy. Eating is a favorite part of the day. For most people, it is. We be starting your own brokerage? No, why not? Because I don't see a need to love the exp video. Good, glad you liked it. You have an assistant? Yes, I have an assistant, and we have two TCs. Maria, want to see you play basketball? Plenty of videos about that on YouTube. Um, and I posted, I think, on my IGTV, there's a video I posted a couple months ago. Me, Duncan, where can we send you books? Uh, my office address is in the comment section. Uh, the description of every YouTube video. So that'd be where you want to send it. Future goals, owning a brokerage, no rental properties. I'll keep building on portfolio shares. Public speaking, I'm already doing it. Um, maybe something. I want to get modern success to 1,000 people, Dale. Um, uh, I want uh, my team, I want to add two new members this next year, right? And I want my current team members to double their production. Uh, and what was the last one? I want to have 200 people recruited into EXP next year as well. I'm already, I think at 50 or 55, something like that. I want to get that to 200 by next year. We'll check. Cool. How many deals? Uh, I think we'll actually close a few less this year than we did last year. Maria. Um, I think we'll probably finish up around in the low fifties. Uh, last year we did 58 as a team. So we went down a little bit. However, our average price point went up and there was two or three deals. No, two for sure that I secured this year. They were my biggest sales. Um, so, I'm happy with it. Where do you get your staging people? Uh, it doesn't matter if you're an EXP agent, M Brown, who you get for staging is entirely up to you. Like, there's no like EXP person for staging. You would just find a uh, contact, just like you would with title and everything else. Can you to get your hands on the webinar or DM me? DM me, brother. What would you say is a fair split with the group aside from paying the market center? Um, I don't know, I think it depends on your leader and what you want to do, right? What's fair to me isn't fair to somebody else. So that's a tough question to answer. Um, Most people model after the millionaire real estate agent, Gary Keller's book, they model after that. right? When you add team members, how do you interview or know who's a fit for Team BC? Well, a lot of times I just, like Kevin Molina, you know Kevin, he went to all my fucking speaking events, he bought some of my shit, he was on Modern Success, so. When he applied, it made sense, versus everybody else um, who was kind of just on the fence and then when I said, hey, I'm hiring, they showed up. I only, did a, I only interviewed three people out of like the 80 or 90 that applied. I, I can tell, right? Because if I just look at somebody's social media, I go back and forth a couple of messages very quickly, I can tell if they're a good fit or not, right? A lot of people just want to join my team just to have Team DC behind them, right? That, 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 that's the reality. Honor success is the real deal, we love it, good, glad you like it. Benefits of having your own team or starting your team? Uh, freedom, brother, freedom. You have to remember that your profit, profitability will suffer tremendously. You're way more profitable as a solo agent. When you hire a team, your profit, profitability goes way down. Um, but you get to leverage and grow on a bigger scale while maintaining customer service, and it also gives you freedom to start doing other things, which is what I'm doing, right? Traveling and speaking, hosting my own events, modern success doing some more stuff on social media and that kind of stuff. I'm bringing five with me, dope brother, let's grow. Let's bring you another 20, man. Let's get you more people recruited than me, brother. Thank you, thank you. What's a fair split for a new agent to share on a transaction with an experienced agent? Most of them are gonna do 50-50 Lunchbox, as far as I know, right? Most brokerages, most mentorships are gonna do 50-50, uh, but you will have an opportunity to discuss that uh, with your mentor when you join EXP, if you do. How do you not give a fuck? Very simple. What's it worth to you to know and find out? Interesting teams grow, but income doesn't. Yeah, and I think a lot of people have a misconception about teams, right? Uh, But once you hit a critical mass point, as far as that threshold, then you really start becoming profitable. But it becomes impossible to scale to that size without having a team, because then your customer service goes, you know, to rock bottom, and you you hit a peak, you hit a ceiling as an individual producer with what you can handle right? Plus, I don't want to fucking work 24 hours a day in real estate. You know, I'm, I'm kind of over that. All, every, all of you who struggle with other people's opinions and stuff, that's a mindset issue. And I've covered some stuff on YouTube about that. And many of you who ask those questions DM me all the time. I don't know what you're waiting for to get on Modern Success. I, I really don't. I really don't. Some of you have even asked me about Modern Success and you still don't get on and you're asking me those questions, which to me, I, I've given you answers and I've done stuff on YouTube. You guys are stuck in that position. You have to get ahead. Thank you, Anubis. Having trouble with the real estate course, it's hard for me to absorb what I read. I go door knocking and have been building my database. Um, that's fine, Jeffrey. Then that's a good problem to have or issue to have. Just pass the damn course, man. Buckle down, finish it. I'm gonna college major in business. This is my advice to you, and Brown. If you wanna do real estate full-time and you're not really interested in school, don't go to school. Skip it, go in real estate. Now, if you want to go to school and pursue a career academically and you look at real estate as just something that might be exciting, then I would say stick with school, right? I, I, I truly think real estate is one of those things that you have to either go all-in or not do it at all. It's very difficult for people to do it part-time and stay there. Most people get stuck in that, meaning they're one foot in their job, one foot in part-time, and they get stuck there, right? Uh, Do you cap with agents in your group? Uh, No, they have a cap with the company, not with me, but I have a uh, sliding tier system, right? If somebody starts producing more Anthony on my team, they end up keeping more of their commission. A follower, can you recommend one of your videos to speak about social media presence for a real estate agent? Yes. The video that I did uh, at the California Association of Realtors speech, dot. Um, it's like social media for real estate agents, right? If you search, browse my channel, you'll find it. No, don't create a separate account. The name of the Yes Book is Book of Yes. Yes, I am more affluent than most of the PUAs in LA. Yes, okay, cool, I'll end it here, guys. Thank you for showing up. As always, we'll end it up with three announcements. Team BC Real Estate, if you need anything with real estate, make sure you contact us, TBCSold.com, or um, go to teambcsold at gmail.com and email us. Secondly, Modern Success, I don't know what you're waiting for. Go to join modernsuccess.com or go to my personal website, briancasella.com and go to the coaching tab. We'll be waiting for you. And lastly, eXp Realty. If you want to find out more, DM me on Instagram, message me on Facebook. Otherwise, go to join.exprealty.com and sign up, okay? Appreciate you all being here. Appreciate the support.